Greetings and salutations, and welcome to Recasted, the podcast that will be here for at least about 60 minutes or so. Sure. On today's very special episode, we have the man steering behind the wheel, Hassa. Hello. Uh, I did write in that she was joining us, but she's not because she didn't do any casting, so Danielle is not here. Ooh, what uh, was her thing, though? Um, <laughs> it was just joining with her many talents, no, was okay. Danielle. Um, and I think if I had a lot of money, I would totally buy an Eleanor, so I am Chris. Hello, Chris. Hello. Sadly, and very sadly, it has come to the end of the month. That dreaded end. Uh, But fear not, for one day, we will cast a movie with this award-winning actor once again, and we will be able to bask in Nicolas Cage's gloriousness all over. Because there are so many more movies we could have done. Yeah, I'm glad we didn't. (laughs) I'm glad, I really wish we hadn't done Wild at Heart, to be honest with you. (laughs) But we've done it. And to finish this high-octane month, we recast an already remade high-octane movie. Yes. So let's push the, push the gas pedal to the floor as we recast what would probably be the first of the Fast and Furious movies, but whatever. <laughs> it's gone in 60 seconds. Yeah. This and is a great movie. This... I love this movie. You go ahead. You, you I talk. love this movie. Um. For many reasons. One, it's it's probably my favorite Nicolas Cage movie. Um, I've said it before. It's my favorite Angelina Jolie movie because she's not the main star. Mm-hmm. And I think she does a really well role in this. It's a big cast movie, but I feel like everybody is good. Like it's a huge Robert, cast. Robert Duvall. Yeah. Um, we talked about like Timothy Oliphant's in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only one is Christopher Eccleston. Meh. I, I, I don't fault him. I just think maybe wrong casting. Mm-hmm. Um, this was before Christopher Eccleston was Doctor Who. Um, was it? Yeah. Oh, God. It, w- it was, wasn't it? This was 2000. I think Doctor Who was 2001, 2002. Jeez. So, yes, this was before he, he took on that role. Um, but the, the premise of the movie, 2005, 2005. Yeah. The premise of the movie. I mean, it's a remake already, but not really much of the original carried over. I like the, it's not heavily focused on the driving that we get with like all the stupid fast and furious movies. It's more focused about the cars and like the team and the work behind it. And then you have the great, uh, the the Shelby, the Shelby GT. Shelby GT 500? Shelby GT 500. The uh, Shelby GT 500? It's a unicorn. <laughs> What's a unicorn? Mythical. <laughs> Mythical <laughs> creature. It's not a horn. Um, but I like that whole like, premise of it too, where it's, that's the one car he's tried to Steel. boost. Yeah. And just never could. Ooh. Using the lingo, are we? Yeah, he tried to boost it. Got into the biz. <laughs> I don't know. I just... I think... It's not a movie that has a great... like. You don't need to think about it. No. It's literally just a good action-y movie. Mm-hmm. And it's got a good cast that really worked well together. So, yeah, had really good chemistry. Had really good chemistry. And I think it's... A great performance by almost everybody in it, other than probably Eccleston. But again, I don't fault him. 
I haven't. I think Eccleston did a good job. He, he did a good, good job. Not a great job, but better that than Malakath. Yes, that is true. <laughs> Just go back. Go back to Doctor Who and uh, and Shakespeare. You'll be fine. Yeah. Um. Yeah. What was your thoughts of this movie? I like this movie. It's something I don't. I, I really do enjoy this movie. I really do like how when they're stealing the cars, they steal the cars in like multiple different ways. Like they'll oh, open they actually, the hood yeah. and hotwire it, or they'll go through a headlight and do it that way, or depending like, on the car. Depending they make. on the car, which which makes me think that they actually went out and got real car thieves to be like, "How did we just steal this shit?" Mm-hmm. Right? Um, like they did their their um, due diligence with the writing and the lingo. I don't know the car thief world. It might be completely wrong, but they've made up their own lingo, like boosting cars and you know they call them ladies and all that stuff like they yeah. have this like the call sign they have this world built that i think they do a really good job with well and i like the whole aspect that it's the the old world old world car thief and then the new world car thieves and you kind of see the distinction where you know the old world are all about yeah like you know, just hot wiring it and driving it and away they go. And then mm-hmm. the new younger, or like, because you, you see that with when Kip steals the Porsche, at the beginning of the movie mm-hmm. where he just throws a brick through the window. He's like, we're going to play shadow games. We're going to do all this. And you're like, no, yeah. it's like, we don't have time to play shadow games. Like we need to boost 50 cars in 12 hours. Yeah. I would change that. Yeah. I would change that too. But what we can talk about that. No, I really did enjoy this movie. Again, as I said, I think parts of it are very, very good. I really like when they get burned on the three Mercedeses that they just go and steal them from the impound lot. Yes, I, I like think that. that was good. I really thought it was clever. Um, rewatching this movie, seeing uh, what's his name? Yeah, T.J. Cross mm-hmm. as Mirror Man. I never realized how unbelievable stereotypical he is yeah. <laughs> until rewatching this movie. But one of the things I, I re- rewatched it, and one of the things that I noticed that I was kind of just like figuring out is like he always seems to want to fight Sphinx. The the thing I see it as is they wanted him to be Dave Chappelle. Kind of, yeah. Because I can really see the part that Dave Chappelle played in Con Air, Pinball. Whatever. Something like that, yeah. Um, as this, like that kind of mm-hmm. like angry, uppity, tiny black man. Yeah. Right? But I I just think they, they lose it. On Too this. much? Yeah. So. Yeah. I, mean, I would agree. Yeah. But yeah, it's... And I, I, I like the fact that for the majority of this film, like it's actually good stunt driving. Like it's the cars... What's the, what's the part of the film that's not good stunt driving, Chris? It is the bridge jump. That makes no sense in any kind of physics at all. Not only that, but how did they keep one lane that open for him to drive up to? How did he get past everybody to get to the truck? Yeah. And why was nobody else going down the other side of the bridge? Did you notice that the other yeah. side of the bridge was always empty? It's because they shut the whole bridge off yeah. for filming. But then, like, he, he goes up the ramp, levels off, goes over all the ambulances and cars, which is a jump that he never would have made no. any, anyway. That's too much space. Well, he does hit the top of the... I know, but... But then also, he, like, 
hits the top with one side of the car and then keeps going. Whereas in reality, if he came down on top of the ambulance, he would have just flipped him. He would have flipped him. Yeah. So <laughs> all I could just imagine is somebody redoing this scene where that actually happens. And that's the end of the movie. Well, well, it, well it definitely reminds me of the, if you brought it up already, the that. end of the first Fast and Furious film. Yeah. Where they, they knew they wanted to have those two cars and they wanted to wreck one. But like the fact that it flipped over the other car was an accident. Just, yeah. It just looked really cool. Um, but like that's that was all real and practical, right? Like they mm. should have done that with this. It should have just been him jumping the truck and maybe one other car. Yeah. Into the into another empty lane ahead of it, right? Or jumping over the median to get to the that's oncoming lane thought. and going that way, right? So I still think best car jump in movies. John Wick 2, when they go diagonally through that door in the very beginning and he jumps the thing sideways and lands sideways and keeps going, love that jump. In a car. In the, if we're talking car chases, that one's a really good one. That was that was car kung fu. Yeah. So. Oh, that's another car that just gets beaten the shit up. Oh, yeah. Do we want to talk about good car chases? Because, like, this one's okay. I mean, this one... The Eleanor one is okay. The Eleanor chase is pretty... It's good, but it kind of comes into the same aspect that... Like, they're in L.A., right? It's mm -hmm. L.A.? It's L.A. Like, there's no way they can just, like, zoom in and out of all these streets and all this stuff. Like, Yes and no. So, yes, if it's downtown L.A., Hollywood. Hmm. Or Hollywood. But there's a lot, LA is a huge city, which is one of the reasons why I'm assuming they set it here. You, you go to the outskirts of LA, traffic's like it is here. Like mm. it's not terrible. Like there's, cause it's a massive, massive, massive yeah. city. Right. And it just doesn't, it does not make sense how they laid that city yeah. out. But I, I mean, for this, I like the fact that it's displaying his skill at driving. Yes. And it comes back to his love of, like he talks about it. It's not about the money. It was about the thrill of stealing a car and yeah. driving these cars, yeah. um, which is is great. I mean, I'm trying to think of like great car chases. Well, you do the bullet. obvious. You do the obvious ones. You do Bullet. You do Ronin. Yeah. Um, French Connection stuff like that. Like those ones were really really good. But those are chases, mm -hmm. right? Like you can't really do things like. I know it wasn't a great movie, but like the more recent Need for Speed film, mm. which all had real practical effects in it, like those were more races, not really chases, right? Yeah. So like, they were good, but like. What about what about Mad Max Fury Road? Yes, but Mad Max Fury Road is just one long car chase but action practical. film. Yeah. To a degree. To a degree, yes. <laughs> like, let's face it. Like, that movie has a ton of special effects in it. The way it is, they integrated in with all the practical effects that they did mm -hmm. was why it looks so damn good. Um, but, yeah, that movie, it's kind of like the pinnacle of action films. You go that with that, with those mm -hmm. with cars, and then you go, like, John Wick with the shooting and, you know, other stuff. But, like... The Gung Fu. Yeah. God, I love John Wick. Yeah. But, yeah, Mad Max is... Like, Fury Road is just an amazing piece of action. Yeah. So. But I think that's something you'd have to have here. If we're going to go start going into our, what we're changing. Mm -hmm. I kind of want... The reason I don't like the 24-hour time limit, or 12, whatever it is, three days, and then they oh, end yeah, up just like, boosting all the cars in 12 yeah. hours. I don't want that. 
what I want to do is I'd also like it to be, this is the thing in my brain. Okay. I don't know if it'll work, but this, listen, listen so your brain. the thing in my brain is I want it to be, you have a week. Okay. You have a week to steal this many cars. They're all across the States. Mm. You have to get them to certain ports in certain towns across the States. Right. But pick four cities, start in New York, go to Chicago, pick another one, end up in LA. Alabama. Sure. You have to get one pickup truck from Alabama. They want a 1967 Chevrolet pickup truck, but they also want it to be rusted out completely. <laughs> I got, I know a guy. But like, see, then you could have really cool car chases in those different cities and you can have it extend as in like, where it's like the heat gets on them as they go across the country. It's like, oh shit, they just hit Chicago. Okay. Chase after them in Chicago. Oh shit. They just I'm hit. Not, I'm not like, well, I mean, Dallas. Not, I was going to say, not like they stole cars, but it's not like kind of like Cannonball Run. Never saw Cannonball Run. No. Or there's a couple movies kind of like that. Well, but. if you want to really do it, it is that need for speed story where they do have to get across the country to do a race. Mm -hmm. But this is more, you have these certain cars in these certain cities across the States. Mm -hmm. Go get them. Right. Right. Yeah. I, because again, like if you want to do it now, mm -hmm. you want to put all these unbelievably supercars. But that's why you, you do in it this in like movie. New York or LA. Like that's why I think California has got to stick. Cause you can just be like, these are where all these, but they're not. Like, that's the thing. Like, people own these, you know, there's like three or four of these cars in the world. Mm -hmm. They own them all over the country. No, I know that. Right. But see, this is where, for me, I would set it during, this is going to sound weird. I'd set it during like a big car show type idea where these big high name cars have come into the, the city to be shown off. Mm. And so you can have it where they're like, yeah, we need these 50 cars, but the Eleanor, the GT Shelby 500. Shelby GT 500. Car? I would love to keep the same <laughs> car. But it's being put on display like somewhere. Like mm -hmm. They're like, there's only this one. And if you, like, we need this car more than we need all the others or something. But you need to figure out how to get to it, right? Mm -hmm. Or it's like, these cars are coming in and this is why the cutoff date needs to be here. Because mm -hmm. after this, they go back to their own owners or whatnot yeah. like they're in town like these cars are in town for a reason mm -hmm. and that's why it needs to happen like by the end of you know you could keep it out a week but it needs to be like they're coming in so you have to set it in like a day's time yeah well i think if you're going to do it like with, with like a convention like you'd have to do the okay do it over a night or two nights because mm -hmm. that's the thing and like you're going to get caught are you gonna like the heat's gonna be on? But that's why I, I I stick with the original plan where he's like, we're gonna do this all in, yeah. maybe not twelve because it's kind of hard for me to believe that you could fifty cars in twelve hours. Like you're hitting what? But they do have that one line where they're gonna like, okay, we're gonna steal every car from like within an hour of this location. Yeah. Right. Like, how did you get all those fancy cars within an hour of that one location? Also, how did you scope all these cars out and they're still sitting there two days later? But it is only two days. Like, that's the thing, right? But, like, the one yeah. that's at the casino or something. like, Or, like, the Mercedes. Like, yeah. they're just there? Well, what if they work there? Well, impossible. But then you need to know so many other factors, yeah. right? But, yeah, I would set it kind of similarly where... 
this is the reason why it needs to be done by here. Mm -hmm. Not that, and the container is leaving, whatever, but it's like, you need to hit these cars before they leave because mm -hmm. I need these cars. Yeah. But again, like I, for me, it's just, yeah, I, I kind of want more chases. I want it mm -hmm. to look, I, I want that as this movie. I want this to be a car chase movie, not just a mm. car thief movie. Um, so I want there to be good chases in this thing. And I kind of, one of the things I really do like about this movie is the relationship between Nicolas Cage and Delroy Lindo. I think that, because he's a detective. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. Roland Castlebeck. Castlebeck. Yeah. I really like that kind of cat and mousey respect thing. Yeah. Right? Like, they both have respect for each other of what, like, and what they do. I love the opening, though, to them where he's like, so this uniform calls me and says, you're not going to guess who's in town. I'm like, who? He's like, Memphis Rand Reigns. Randall Reigns. Oh, His name is Randall. Oh, Randall. Randall Memphis Reigns. Yes. Yeah. Randall Reigns. And I'm like, nah, he can't be in town. I bet him $200. Now I got to go tell my no woman <laughs> that I lost $200. And she's mean. Oh, yeah, what she's mean. <laughs> Don't ever talk about my wife that way. Mm -hmm. um, but that kind of play. Where, and even when he comes to the um, Otto's garage, yeah. he's like, you've got this car, you've got this car, and then you've got this. Yeah. He's like, possible sentimental value mm -hmm. but that's why i think like it'd be better like i really really like that movies another nicholas cage movie where they had that was lord of war with him and ethan mm -hmm. hawk's atf character right like i really like that dynamic and i think if you took this movie and spread it out over time and over distance like You'd you're you're, you're having these people chase them it's like okay where are you going next where are you doing next mm -hmm. right and by the time they get to la and they're still in the last three or four cars, like you could be have them be like they've the cops have already figured it out. They know which cars they're going after and they're watching them. Right? And then it's our team to be figure out, okay, how do we get around the cops to get to these four cars so that we can get them on the ship? Mm -hmm. Right? So whatever. Yeah. Cause I think also too, like you'd have to up it. Mm -hmm. Instead of having the one last car with one last car chase scene against all the cops, there's four or five of them and they're trying to get away and they're going in mm. all different directions and the cops are trying to figure out which ones to go after and, right? So kind of like the second Fast and Furious? I never saw that movie. Yeah, no. Too Fast, Too Furious? No. There's a scene where they, I think it's Too Fast, Too Furious, where they pull into a garage and the cops are like waiting for them and then the garage opens and like, 20 cars come flying out and it just scrambles so it gets confusing right mm. yeah not quite that but nitrous for me yeah it's just like again I, I like this movie but like that the eleanor car chase it's a good car chase don't get me wrong but like like every other la car chase it ends up in the river because you know you can't have an la car chase not go to the la river for some reason goes on the spillway <laughs> And then it outruns a helicopter. Yeah, but that's not how that works. Like, <laughs> Also, um, I don't the know. The helicopter should just go up and be like, oh, yeah, we can still see him. He's just 20 feet away now. like, Or 200 feet away from us instead of right on right underneath us. I didn't, I didn't write it down in my fun facts, but one of the things that it talked about on IMDb was the fact that technically they can fly over the airport. Mm -hmm. Like where they were, like they wouldn't have been denied permission. Because it would have been just over top of the runway. Like, it wouldn't have been, like, airspace. But, if you actually pay attention... There was a... There's a plane landing. Yeah. 
So that's why they weren't allowed. Right? If the plane wasn't landing, they'd be like, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, but they also would have been like, okay, no, you're clear. Go, go. Like, yeah. Because he's... It's a one-way road in an airport. Like, yeah. So, yeah, it, it's... There are elements of it that could have been done better, but... Mm-hmm. I, th- I I really enjoy this movie. I, I really enjoy it, too. But, again, like, I really want it to be... Like, I want this to be a showcase for all these new cars that are coming out. And a lot of the new, the older cars that are completely redone and fantastic. Mm-hmm. Right? I would See, this is where I would go, they want the classic muscle car. Because they, they can have all these high-end, um, I was going to say mostly Asian varieties. <laughs> yes, just that, those Hondas. But that's the thing, right? Like, it's it's... That's the Fast and Furious franchise, where it was always kind of the muscle car versus that, and then it was like, whatever. But I want these like classic, in their prime muscle cars and classic cars mm-hmm. and like hot rods and stuff like this. Like, I want these older school ones to be in this movie. Of course, you can have like the Porsches and the Lamborghinis and the Ferraris and whatever else hell you want to put in there. Yeah. But you gotta have a Shelby GT five hundred. I don't know. I, I don't think you I don't think you do. I think yes, I think the final car or one of the final cars since you know mm-hmm. should be a classic. Should be one of those old sports cars that kind of outrace outpaces everybody. But like as much as I like that classic GT that is in this movie, mm. it does have NOS in it. Has nitrous. So it's not a classic. No, it's been re redone. <laughs> like, like if but you're gonna go go dumb. classic, just get one of those classic Shelby Cobras Ooh. that doesn't even have a roof, like one of those cars, right? Like those things are go like stink. Like, mm-hmm. like there's a lot of those types of cars around. Oh yeah, and I think you know, having them steal old Ferraris that are. Like, you know, out of collector's homes. Like, I want this to be a collector kind of car type of thing. Yeah. So, like, you could have, like, the high, most high-end Bugattis and Aston Martins, because they only made, like, 120 of them each, mm-hmm. right? Those can be still in this movie. But, again, I don't want them to be the sole I, focus. Yeah. Because, yeah, I do, my, my I do problem... think that having classic cars, even if they are classic sports cars, mm-hmm. part of it. But I don't have the same affinity for muscle cars that a lot of people do. My only problem is I don't want to turn this into Fast and Furious. No. And that's what I feel like. Which is muscle cars. No. What is what is Dom drive? Dom's the only one that drives the muscle car. <laughs> Everyone else drives the Hondas and the Yeah, but I'm not souped giving, up. I'm not giving Hondas. Like, Subarus. I don't actually remember what they drive. But they Subarus. <laughs> but they all drive the the souped up yeah, uh foreign cars yeah. will go. But that's why I want to do collectors. Mm-hmm. Right, they don't, you know. So, I just want to see muscles. So, boom. <laughs> do you want to do some fun facts? Sure, fun fact me. Chris's fun facts. Do do. Then we have a lot of cast to get through. Okay, we'll do this quickly, but there are a lot of fun facts, um, and some that tie into our previous movies of Nicolas Cage. But first off, Nicolas Cage did most of his own stunt driving for the film. He attended the Bondurant Driving School in Phoenix, Arizona, Willow Springs another driving school and the Bobby Orr stunt driving school in preparation for the film. Um, he, 
Bobby Orr the hockey player? I don't know. Just Bobby Orr. <laughs> That's uh, a hockey player though, yes, right? Yes, he okay. is. I think it's a different Orr. I'm sure it is. Uh, he liked the race car driving school so much that he continued to pursue it as a hobby even after shooting was completed. I think I would. I would. I absolutely love driving and I've never driven something like this, obviously. Well, actually, I have driven fancy cars, but I never never fast. <laughs> um, when Sphinx, played by Vinnie Jones... And Mirror Man, as we talked about, TJ Cross, are stealing the Hummer pickup truck. Um, it was originally not scripted for the police car to fall off the ramp. Vinnie Jones had pushed the stunt drivers just a little off of the ramp, but did not have enough room to drive the Hummer past. He gave it a little more gas, and the Hummer smashed the car off the ramp. In the elevator afterwards, Jones said to the stuntman, that'll teach you. <laughs> I think if Vinnie Jones said that to me, I'd probably be like, okay. Bullet tooth, Tony? Um, yeah. While only basic plot elements are shared with the original Gone in 60 Seconds from 1974, um, one is the location of the final car, the Eleanor Classic Mustang, um, a 1973 model in the original and a 1967 model in this movie, uh, was parked at the International Towers in Long Beach. Also, the primary car in pursuit handle was one Baker 11. Yeah. Ah, Okay. This one comes back to Raising Arizona. When Memphis first speaks with Otto in his shop, there's a decal on the window I of a saw wood, that. woodpecker. <laughs> it is the same woodpecker that Nicolas Cage had as a tattoo. Yeah, I saw that and I rewound. I'm like, that's f- like he mu- they must have put that in knowing. Right? Like, there's no way. That's not just some common... No. Yeah, but... Uh, yeah. but we have Nicolas Cage and Grace Zabriskie. Okay. Both appeared in Wild at Heart. Yes, yes. So they were his, both... his mom. Yeah. Yeah. His mom in this movie. Yeah. Um, and lastly, the only true Shelby GT500 in this movie was given to Memphis by Kip at the end of the movie. Yeah. Uh, the owner consented to the vehicle being used as long as it was returned in the original condition. Every part that could be unbolted was replaced by junk parts. I thought I had one more on this. Because I know they, they wrecked like 14 or something cars during that last They chase. had 15 replicas yeah. made. 13 were destroyed. The remaining two, one was given to Nicolas Cage and one was given, I think, to the director. Hmm. Can't quite remember. Yeah. Um, they didn't wreck those ones. They <laughs> didn't wreck those ones. Well, they destroyed yeah. them. Yeah. All their stuff. But yeah, that was uh, those were my fun facts cool it's a good fun facts yeah i don't know like i like i like car chase movies i like action movies in general Mm -hmm. and like they're really they're not easy to do and part of the thing that makes a good car chase is the scenery and like la doesn't have the best scenery right like there's a reason why they go to a construction zone and all that stuff right because it's not always great right where you where you have places like new york mm-hmm. like and well i'm thinking bullet right san francisco yeah, was all san francisco is great too the... right yeah like things that make the outside of it because there's there's probably more types but there's two types of car chases that i recognize when i see them and those are the ones kind of like mad max where you have the camera low to the ground with the car chase as it's going through everything mm-hmm. like that, right? And then you also have the ones kind of more like Bullet, where everything's pulled back and you see the whole movement and all that stuff, right? Like you have those 
two types really you kind of mix and mash in some things but like if you have really good stunt drivers you can do the ones that's pulled back and all that stuff and you know um like the car chase in matrix reloaded the freeway scene yeah right it's super down low right to the ground weaving in and out of cars that aren't actually there some of them are some of them aren't it's digital trickery they built the highway right no, no, but like even like when Trinity's riding yeah. the bike, right? Not all those cars she's weaving around are there, right? Um, like stuff like that feels like you're really in it and it's super intense, mm-hmm. right? Um, and ones like Bullet, where you can actually see the whole car do the whole turn. Some of the Fast and Furious are actually really good for that as well. Yeah. Um, I mean, the uh, Fast and Furious, maybe it is just Fast and Furious or Fast Five, I can't remember, but the one where they had the... As terrible as a plot and physics make it, like the one where they carry the bank vault. That's f- four or five. Yeah. yeah. But where they're like just. But they actually did that. No, I know. But that's what I liked <laughs> yeah. about it. It was a practical effect. It yeah. was just in the realm of reality, it's impractical. It would never have happened. Yeah. But like the the driving of that mm-hmm. was a great effect. Yeah. And like they, that was a great kind of chase scene. Mm-hmm. That involved a lot of damage and possibly a lot of people died. Yes. Especially a lot of cops. Yes. <laughs> oh, speaking of, speaking we wanted of. to talk about this. Uh, <laughs> that part where... Um... Are, are you okay? You, you you just went through that wall there. <laughs> like that to me was obviously like, okay, we don't want it to look like Memphis is killing a bunch of cops. Mm-hmm. Right? Like that, that's, the, that's the only cop we see get in a bad accident. And like we see him okay. <laughs> Like, it's one of those things, like, in old kids' cartoons when, like, planes would get shot down. Oh, mm-hmm. there's a parachute. Plane, pilot got out. Yeah. Right? Like, it's like, no one can die, right? So. No one dies. No one dies in these. Shall we talk about director and all that stuff? Is it Brockheimer or was he the producer? He was a producer. This is a Brockheimer film, yeah. Yes. Um, Dominic Cena is the director. This mm-hmm. movie came out June 9th, 2000. Mm-hmm. Um... You're not going to like the Rotten Tomato score. I already know. So <laughs> so critics said this was a 26% on Rotten Tomatoes. And they're critics, all wrong. Critics did not like this movie. Audiences love this movie at 77%. Why this do is... we... We don't listen to critics. What do critics... What, what... This is definitely one of the largest discrepancies between the two um, that we've seen on our show. But why do we uh, need to listen to critics? Yeah. They, they don't know their, their stuff. Let's see what uh, Dominic Cena has done. Oh, he did Season of the Witch. <laughs> With Nicolas Cage. With Nicolas Cage. Yeah. Let's redo that one in a couple of years. He also did Swordfish. I actually didn't mind Swordfish. I like Swordfish. Yeah. That's a, this was right near that time. Had a lot of music videos. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I could kind of see that. This had a very music video. A lot of video. Janet Jackson, Tina Turner, um, Rhythm Nation. Mm. Yeah. So, anyway. <sighs> okay shall we get to the cast it's a very large cast very large cast let's do it okay um we're gonna start at the bottom atley jackson mm-hmm. played by will Patton. yes yes <laughs> will Patton. will Patton. seen him in other things seen him in other things uh what's the one movie i've seen him in um armageddon Yes, yeah. that's right. Yeah, I'm like, I'm, is it Armageddon? It's Armageddon. It's well, Armageddon. It's Armageddon. That, like, he's also the bad guy in The Postman. Nah, I didn't see The Postman. But I was going to say, in Armageddon, he plays the kind of same character where it's the buddy. Yeah, yeah, kind of. Yeah. The ex-buddy. So this is the ex... 
Friendy, but yeah. he's now working for Kalitri. Yeah. yeah, well, he's an ex-car thief, car thief on the gimp, as he says, because mm-hmm. something something screwed up his leg, right? Yeah. So he's kind of like the go-between between Kalitri and Kip. And Kip, right? Like you, yeah. he he gives Patton. What's his name? Atley Jackson. He gives Atley the job. Atley then goes out and finds the people. Mm. Who need, to, who need to actually do and, the job. And I like that interaction between him and Memphis where he's like, he's like, yeah, this Cleetry guy is really bad, blah, blah, blah. And like, he's the worst person. He's like, yeah. but I know because I, I work for him. But he also goes, he also says like, this guy scares me. That's yeah. saying a lot, right? Because obviously he's worked for some bad people in the time, right? So. Who'd you have? Um, I had someone who I don't remember who they are. Okay, well, I had <laughs> you. You you look it up while yeah, I go. I'm looking because I know mine. I okay. had John Berthenol, Bernthal, Bernthal, Berth, Bernthal. I had the Punisher. Okay, because he's got that gruffness to him, and plus he was in Ford oh, and, yeah, right. Fia- and Ford versus Ferrari. 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 Why can I not speak? <laughs> I apologize, people. Um, but yeah, he has that gruffness to him that you know you can play this as. And hopefully he goes well with my Reigns, mm-hmm. Reigns brothers. Um, that you, he's kind of that in between. Like you don't really know is he helping or is he making sure that Kalitri is going to get his stuff. And like, see, I, I kind of th- wanted to play that in between there. Okay, because like, the way I saw it was like I saw he was going to help. Yeah, I didn't see him being. I didn't see him going bad ever. No, I think but, that would have been a weird surprise if they had been like, oh, yeah, he's also a bad guy. I didn't want him to be like, yeah, I don't want him to be a bad guy, yeah. but I wanted him to kind of be in between. Like, he knows that this job has to get done. He knows what Kalitri Kali- will do to Kip. Yeah. Yeah. Or to or Memphis. Memphis. Yeah. Like, he knows what he'll do to the whole team. Yeah. So, who did you have? Um, I had Aiden Gillen. Okay. He played Littlefinger. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. Yep. Um, cause I wanted a guy who had that, like, I wanted a guy who had that kind of like, I'm trying to help you. I'm just helping you in a weird way. Right. <laughs> and I'm helping myself. Yeah. Right. And your sister is trying to kill you. <laughs> so I think what uh, he did with, with that character of just like, cause he's the information guy, mm-hmm. right? Well, he's so, a little at Lee, No, at Lee, at least the information guy oh, for yeah. the group. Right. So. Yeah. Okay. Next, we'll do our bad guy. Raymond Kalitri. Raymond Kalitri, played by Christopher Eccleston. Who did say he hated being known for this role before Doctor Who. Really? Because he was known for this. People would be like, oh, gone in 60 second guy. Because it was a bad guy, maybe? Because he was a bad guy and he was recognized into American audiences more. Mm. And then, like we said, five years later, he was Doctor Who. So this was before that. But it was even then, like his doctor didn't wasn't the doctor that penetrated into American audiences. No, it was Tennant, kind of, and then Smith. Yeah, Smith really was the one who really got it into American audiences. So, but he started it. True. Um, You're up. I do like his doctor. I think. Oh yeah, Eccleston is a good, a good actor. I know we I made fun of his Malekith, but Malekith was just written so poorly. Yeah, that's, I don't so. blame him. I think that was still they were having trouble figuring out how to do Thor movies. Yeah, um, no. which is why I think Ragnarok ended up being 
so good so good and everybody's favorite and it's been voted like the most rewatchable because they figured out how to do a thor movie instead of the seriousness like mm-hmm. it's you can't take thor like, and loki like, serious but not only that but like thor is great but he's a himbo he's a yeah. idiot he's a jock yeah that right? just like but he's it's weird because he's like a super smart jock but he's not super smart he's smart because he's from a different hmm. he's from a highly advanced race of people like he's smart compared to stupid humans mm-hmm. he's not smart compared to people like rocket or oh no to- even tony right like, point break <laughs> damn it stark <laughs> but yes chris frackleson i've seen him in something else what else have i seen him in he's been in lots of things i know he's a, a shakespearean actor he's been in a lot of those yeah um well but while you tell me who you chose i'll look him up um i chose because christopher eccleston to me is one of those people who has such a uh, recognizable accents Mm-hmm. I went with somebody who also has a very recognizable accent. I went with Carl Urban. Ooh. Um, but I want him doing his Billy Butcher. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I give. I give like, it. To I you. want. I know he's New Zealander, but I want. Yeah. I want that gruff British gangster to be the bad guy for this because I like the fact that it's not. He's not an American. Right. Yeah. That kind of adds I, to. I think that. that adds to the character, the fact that he's not, he's not one of you, right? So, of course, like yeah. he's the outsider that came in. And, yeah. Um. Uh, we'll probably talk about this when we get to uh, Roland. But one of the things I liked in this was the fact that the what what's the car theft department of the police? The auto. Oh, division or whatever. Yeah. But like how they have his file, and then homicide comes in and be like, "No, this yeah. is ours. You yeah. can't touch grand this. theft. Grand theft. Yeah, yeah. Where they're like, you can't we touch have a, this. We, we have a case for him for murder one. You cannot. We we're not going to get him down. Your, grand your, theft auto. Your, like, your no one cares about that. But I, I like that part. Like, like he is so bad, but the whole police department's kind of in fighting, which is why he's yeah. kind of out still. Mm. So, they're yeah. building a case on him. Yeah. So Billy the Butcher. Billy the Butcher. Who do you have? I want similar, and did, I want. Did you to... find out where you've seen him from? No. <laughs> He's been in a bunch of other. After things. all that, it's like I don't have anything. He was in like Heroes and yeah. other things, yeah. and he showed up in spots. So, yeah. um, similarly, I went with somebody who I want him to keep his natural accent, which is Irish. I went with Colin Farrell. Okay. So you just have that. Another one of those like kind of british gangster type of per- yeah. people yeah and he's played that role several times yeah yeah you keep the irishness to him did you ever see the gentleman no guy richie's latest no not yet it was good i had like matthew mcconaughey and matthew mcconaughey and charlie conham yeah and colin farrell like yeah. it was quite good it, it's not snatch mm-hmm. but it's not swept away either <laughs> <laughs> okay come on that's a terrible movie yeah <laughs> okay so so yeah anyways colin farrell sounds good it's my bad guy okay now we're gonna go with mr vinnie jones vinnie jones speaking of who snatched <laughs> i was gonna say she's the man is it bad i know him more from that i thought it, is he and she's the man i i think it's vinnie hold on let me look it up he plays the coach i believe oh i think you're right 
What was he in X-Men? He was um, Juggernaut. Oh, right. He's the Juggernaut, bitch. Uh, poor Vinny. Yeah. Is it She's the Man? He or am I thinking of somebody else? I don't know. I'm I looking don't, it up. I don't remember She's the Man. It was basically um, Twelfth Night. No, I know that. <laughs> Apparently it was in Not Another Teen Movie, God, too. he's in so many movies. Wow, he really is. <laughs> he was in The Cape. Yeah. Six seasons in a movie. Smoking Aces 2. This is like his fourth film, though. What? Well, this is his second film. He was in two TV series, Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels, and then Gone in 60 Seconds. Wow. And then Snatch. Yeah. And then he was in a, a just a ton of stuff. <laughs> Jesus. This is Euro Euro Trip? I know, I, him, I, know, Euro Trip. I know him as the soccer hooligan from Euro Trip, yeah. Yeah. Swordfish? Yeah. Anyway, do you want to Snatch? Oh, maybe he's not the one I'm thinking of then. I'm going to look this She's up. She's the anyway. man. Dinklage. Oh, yeah. Night 2006. He yeah. was the the soccer coach. Okay. So that's where I weirdly that I is don't weird. Remember him in Swordfish though, but I haven't watched Swordfish in a very long time. Neither have I. But yes, he was the terrible juggernaut. Who do you have as Sphinx? <sighs> our, was... our silent character who's just a badass. Gerard Butler. Okay. Yep. <laughs> you went really old. <laughs> Well, I was... Sphinx is a hard character. Sphinx is a hard character. Because um, I wanted physically imposing person, but then I was like... I was thinking of going with the mountain. I did too, but then I'm like, he's not going to fit in a car. No, <laughs> and that's the thing. Because I was like, yeah, I was looking at guys that are like 6'10 and all this, and I'm like, how are they going to get in certain cars? And like... Yeah. So, and... I mean, Gerard Butler has... Uh, he hasn't done a lot of really great movies <laughs> lately. Sorry. We all remember him from 300. The thing is about Gerard. Gerard. His movies aren't great. But they're not terrible. But they're not terrible. The, this... the, the Has Fallen films yeah. got steadily worse. But the first one is a really good diehard film. Right? And once again, he is not the main character. No. He's not driving this movie. He is just... The background really? Thor. Oh! He's like the background Thor character. Yeah. Like, that's what he has done. And I think he can be very imposing if they make him right. Yeah. And just make him this silent, like, grim-looking person. Which I do love the scene in this one where they're, like, calling him. And the two morticians are standing outside, like, how is he supposed to take a call? He doesn't say anything. Like, I... That's one of those movie tropes that I absolutely hate. The fact that he also puts a sandwich on a dead guy. Yeah, it's the eating around dead people thing that they yeah. always make morticians do in movies. Like, this is to show that they're really, they don't really care that it's a dead body. No, no, it's just super unsanitary and no mortician would ever do no. that. Like, like. So, who's your Sphinx? I went with Pablo Schreiber. Pablo or Schreiber. Schreiber. Um, he was. I don't know the actual character's name. Pornstache in Orange and the New Black. And he was in... He was the leprechaun in American Gods. He's a very physically imposing man. Uh, he's going to be Master Chief. Uh, in the new Halo thing coming up. He was Either, born in British Columbia. Cool. Uh, but he's just a large person. A large dude. 
who um are they gonna take his helmet off as master chief i have no idea i'm not the one writing it well they shouldn't do that (laughs) um but yeah i think he's very talented and i think he can get that across without having to say anything that makes sense yeah yeah i mean that's the the thing with this character is it's all in his face Mm -hmm. which goes against um who is the next is it oh no it was uh mirror man yeah. Like that play between the two of them. Mm-hmm. We like, we didn't cast one? any of the new people. No. Like we I really didn't, didn't pick like the Scott Conn character or the. Because I don't remember mm-hmm. their names. Like the only no. one I. <laughs> so. Also, they had enough people to cast with we, the old crew instead of the new crew. So. Okay. Uh, next. We have Donnie. Donnie Astricky. Played by Chi McBride. This is the. Driving instructor? Yes. Donnie, um, Donnie Lowrider? Ro- <laughs> Lowrider Donnie. Donnie. <laughs> um, apparently he was Nick Fury in the Avengers Assemble TV series. Oh, yeah. Um, I remember him from something, and I cannot remember what the hell it is. He's been in TV shows. It was a TV show, but it was back... I want to say almost like ER or West Wing. I he was in the house. Boston Public. I knew that. Okay. Yeah, I so like I had remember him... Obviously, that move, that show came out around the same time, but he was the principal in this really shitty school in Boston, and he was a very serious character. Mm-hmm. And then I see him in this, and I'm like, that is not the same kind of actor. Like, no. So, but, yeah. I liked Donnie. I thought Donnie, Donnie was a good kind of comedic, yeah. you know. Yeah. Uh, it's my go, I guess. So, this is a little bit cameo-y but not cameo he's not a cameo from an old movie or anything but so i picked freema eggiman who was martha and doctor who <laughs> mm-hmm. i don't know how to say her name properly i apologize you're one of my favorite companions but i don't know how to say your name um but it's because of that role and um I don't know why, but I watched two seasons of New Amsterdam on Netflix recently mm-hmm. just to make myself feel depressed. <laughs> Good job. Um, but she was in that. And I Actually, the only reason I watched it was because I didn't have anything other to watch. And I'm like, I really like Martha, so I'm going to watch this. Um, but she has that kind of like manic anger that she can portray, which she mm-hmm. did quite a bit as Martha. And she did in this show, other show as well. Um, so I kind of want that because I can just see her doing it to that asian lady who doesn't know how to drive um but yeah and it's also you got to have a movie you're gonna put a doctor who in it character you know (laughs) okay (laughs) um i went differently because i didn't want to use that asian can't drive trope but you don't have to do that i'm not saying you but i went so i went with for this role i went with randall park okay who plays um jimmy 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 woo jimmy woo um, I want, I want whatever Twitter person thought of that show that they wanted. I want that where it's just a Jimmy Woo Disney plus show where it's just like X-Files, but with Jimmy Woo, Jimmy Woo and Darcy shows up every so often. Yeah. And... Why not? She can be his, his partner. Yeah. <laughs> but like having him in this role where he's kind of more the comedic aspect of it. And then being like, you look at him and you're like, you're a car thief. Like that kind of aspect of it, but like put if you're gonna do that, put him in like a sweater vest and make it look like yeah, like you make him like super proper as a a driving instructor, and then you just have him as as this like wait he's part of your crew like what's (laughs) this guy doing here? 
but he's he's one of the crew like he's the original so yeah i wanted this to be like the comedic aspect of the role yeah but see i I went for people who i knew could come across because as as i said like i want mine to be a little more car chasey Mm -hmm. so i want the other people to be in car chases like the only person you see driving in a car chase is is nicholas Nicholas Cage. cage well as we said vinnie jones drives the hummer but that's not really a chase. They push no. a car around. Yeah. Right? Which so, is pretty cool. Yeah. So. Anyway. All right. Uh, Detective Drycroft. Who was played by Timothy Oliphant. A very, very young <laughs> Timothy Oliphant. <laughs> um, who we've talked about a couple of times on the show of how much we love him. Apparently he was... What was one of the things I read? Apparently he was offered a role in Fast and Furious, but he turned it down because he was like, I already did one of these. Oh, really? I think it was this one. I'll look it up, but I can keep going as well. That makes sense. Because I'm I'm up, I believe. Uh, is it no, me? No, I'm up. Is it you? Oh, no, you're up. You're up. You're up. Yeah, because I went with Randall. Yeah. Um. Oh, no. I don't know if I really want to say who I chose. <laughs> now you got to. Oh, okay. So, bear with me. There's a reason I chose this, because I just thought it would be funny to me and to a lot of people. I went with Michelle Rodriguez. Okay. Because I picked a person from Fast and Furious. Thank too. you. Okay. <laughs> because I thought it it would be interesting to have her Not as, not for this role, but for a different oh, role. Okay. Yeah. I was like, it would be interesting to have her in this role where she can play that like quibby mm-hmm. sidekick to the detective, but because she's not the one stealing cars or driving cars fast. She's, she's a just, cop. She's a cop. Yeah. And I thought it would be funny to see her in this role, so Yes, Michelle Rodriguez. I can think of only one movie where I've seen her play a cop. I have. She's played like, she's played a, usually a badass, right? Yeah. Like she's been. Well, she Resident played. It Evil. was it was SWAT. That's SWAT. Yeah, I guess she technically. Well, she wasn't a cop in Resident Evil, but she was a military officer. She was a military yeah. personnel. Yes. Well, sort of private military. Oh man, I could have gone through the entire list of what all the cars were and names. That's good that you didn't. No, that would have taken us forever. Do you want to find the thing you're talking about? Or I am. I'm, you keep going. I'll okay. find it by the time you're done. But yes, Michelle Rodriguez. Um, I picked Shane West. I know that name. Yeah, so he is a little bit of an older actor. Um, hold on, I have to figure out what he's been in. Um, give me a sec. But like I, I picked him because of the cockiness mm-hmm. that um, Timothy Oliphant has oh, yeah. in this. Um, oh yeah, right. He was Tom Sawyer, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Okay. So he's not young by any chance. No. But that he movie's old apparently too. he also played in the in Bane in the new Gotham series. I never got that far in Gotham. I. Um, anyways, I did find it, but okay, I'll go ahead. when you're done. No, go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say. So Timothy Oliphant was the studio's first choice to play Dominic Toretto in The Fast and Furious in 2001, but he declined largely because of the similarities to the theme of this film. Vin that's, Diesel was next good. offered. I, I you, think, you did good there, Timothy. I, I think Timothy as as Dom would, would not have garnered yeah. the franchise that they have now. Not that I don't like Timothy. I think he's amazing, but I think it would, just would have been a very different story. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway... Uh, yeah, I think for for Shane, I really wanted that not old, but not young, but cocky, mm-hmm. right? So, yeah. It works. So. Hmm. Excuse me. Kind of makes me want to watch Gotham now that I 
Bane. I wondered <sighs> what his portrayal of Bane would be. Oop, sorry. Um, so, anyway. I don't know. Let's uh, go back to watching Birds of Prey then. <laughs> sure. Let's go watch that first. Okay, next is our other cop. Detective Roland, Roland Castlebeck. Castlebeck. Played by Delroy Lindau. Got a text okay. message. Um, who has played mm. a cop in another movie where he was had a wise cracking partner in the name of Jason Statham in The One. Ah, <laughs> uh, The One. Um, I, I've seen him in, in quite a few movies over the years. He is a very good character actor. Um, uh, yeah, God, the core. He was the movie was so stupid. Um, but yeah, I, I, I. Every time he kind of pops up, I think of him as this character. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's always been very good. So, I guess it's me first. You isn't are it? up. Um, this is my Fast and Furious character. So I picked um, Sung Kang, who plays Han, mm. um, who is way older than I thought he was. <laughs> Yeah. Um he's actually older than my main character, but anyway, we'll get to that. Um but yeah, he can be. I, I picked him for his portrayal of Han as that calm collected character that he does. E- eating all the time? No, not that. <laughs> but like you maybe age him up a little bit because the dude looks thirty. Yeah. Um well if you throw him in a suit and you know, maybe give him some gray hair. Yeah. But yeah, because the dude is way does not look his age. But then again, most actors these days don't look their age. Mm-hmm. Um, that was one of my hard parts of finding a character for um, Robert Duvall. Oh, yeah. Right, like Robert Duvall was like sixty when he did his movie. And when you look up actors who are in their sixties, they don't look like Robert Duvall. <laughs> no. Uh, so, but yeah, I I think he is. Um, Sung is just so unbelievably talented. To be in the Fast and Furious movies. Does he's that make sense? Yes. He's also hilarious. Yeah. Like, have you ever seen his, like, weird YouTube show? No. So he does a show on YouTube. I can't remember. It was with one of his, uh, one of the Fast and Furious people. But it's, like, just, it's funny because it's just so, like, deadpan. Yeah. But he's, like, not at all talking about what he should be. And mm-hmm. it's just, it's hilarious. But, see, that that's the type of thing that I like from, from Han, as Han or Han, Han, whatever it is. What I like as well, like, he is very funny and very good at what he does. But, mm-hmm. yeah, always keeps it level. Yeah. Right? So, it's good. Yeah. Who do you have? I want a little different. Not, not too much, though. Um, and I mainly... As I said, I'm influenced by movies I recently watched. And I rewatched John Wick 2 not that long ago. Oh, oh okay. Okay, go. So, Who do you think it is? It's not going to be Keanu. No. He's too big. Um, John Wick 2, John Wick 2. Uh, is it Ruby Rose? No. Is it the guy who plays the bad guy? No. Is it Common? Yes. <laughs> because of the way he fourth. plays. You got it by the fourth one. Um, because of the way he plays that character too, right? He has that like determination and and like that straightness to him, and that weird like seething anger too. But he didn't like the part he played in um, Suicide Squad, where he's in it for three seconds just to die from the Joker. Uh, no, <laughs> we don't talk about Suicide Squad. Release the new the new director cut of Suicide Squad. Isn't uh, that hashtagging the air cut? No, let's not. Let's no, never no. go back to that movie. Um, but like, 
yeah, so I like the way he played in John Wick 2. Um, this kind of equal to John Wick, and they have that huge, like, weird chase fight scene. Um, the only thing about that is silencers don't work that way, so there's no way nobody would have noticed them shooting each other. But again, this is not the not our world. No, no, this is it's it, not the, our world. To, to me, when people say that kind of stuff, it always reminds me of the the interview with George Lucas, where someone was like, "You know, lasers and there's no sound in space," and he goes, "You know what? This is my universe. In Star mm-hmm. Wars, there is sound there's in space. Sound. <laughs> like, <laughs> there's air up there somewhere. It makes sound. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he." For this role, I wanted him to be like this kind of person that is dedicated to his job, has this drive, but kind of can play off this little bit of friendship with Memphis, right? Mm-hmm. Like he has this history with him where it's like, dude, you're back in town. Like, yeah. what's, what are you doing? What you've been doing? It's what been, been doing? six years, yeah. like, <laughs> or however long it's been. Like, I thought you weren't coming back and kind of that, yeah. that aspect. One of the kind things, of, one of the things I really like when he said it is like, because he says, like, you know, a couple of years ago, you made a really good decision to not yeah. come back, right? <laughs> and I was thinking of in John Wick 2, where they have that scene where he walks right by Keanu Reeves. And he's like, having John. a good night? He's like, yeah. Yes. You working? <laughs> you working, John? <laughs> I've never been a big fan of Common, but I don't mind him in John Wick 2. Yeah. yeah. I, I, it's just the way that he's... He's serviceable. Get, yeah. Yeah. He's good for what he needs to do. Yeah, and I don't yeah. need him to... Like, I don't need these characters to be... Like, they're not really the stars, right? Again, they are supporting cast to no. the main ones. And again, like, I know it's just my opinion. Yeah. Like, other people like him, they like him. I don't really care. Of course. Okay. All right. Otto? Otto Holloway. Yeah, Robert Duvall. Robert Duvall. The famous Robert Duvall. Ah, he's great. Mm-hmm. Didn't we... Was it Robert Duvall? Um, To Kill a Mockingbird? Yes. That was his first role when we were both yeah. like, wait a minute. Is Robert Duvall's in this? Robert Duvall? Oh, <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Robert Duvall, um, for me, my kind of touchstone for Robert is Apocalypse Now. Mm-hmm. That speech he gives about napalm in the morning. Ah, uh, the smell is, of napalm is so well morning. done. Um, though I did enjoy him in Open Range and I... I'm not a big Godfather fan. Um, I, I will admit it. I have never seen The Godfather. Uh, me and Danielle watched it two years ago, something like that. Mm-hmm. It's incredibly well done. Like, it's a phenomenally shot and acted movie. It's just so slow. I, and it's not really, a, like, it's such a good, it's a good example of, like, a 70s movie. Mm-hmm. Like, you wouldn't make a movie like that now. You just couldn't. No, no. one would like it. It's too slow. So, but, yeah. Yeah. Um, I was going to say, weirdly, what I can remember Robert Duvall most in, although I'm going back through his list. Um, I just had it. Um, he was the dad in Four Christmases. He okay. was Vince Vaughn's father, and he was just this asshole of a dad. I know. <sighs> get get over it, okay? Jesus. But it, as well as we know him from like the older mm-hmm. school, and that's where like the Godfather and all those come in. Yeah. And yes, uh, Apocalypse Now and all those. Yeah. Okay. Robert Who Duvall. did you have for Otto? So, older actors, as you said. It's hard to pick some older actors these days because they don't look as old. Mm-hmm. Like, it's weird because in the 90s, you would have these actors that are in their 
50s and they look like they are old yeah it's one of the problems with doing the movies we're doing because we Mm -hmm. have that we have this arbitrary rule where we don't do movies that are over 10 years old and stuff like that so so for this role i wanted somebody very recognizable for one um but i wanted somebody that's not like he doesn't leave the garage and that's all he is and so i went with denzel washington because i figured he could play this really good I almost want to say like the father figure to the whole group, mm-hmm. but he kind of has the authority, but he's also, you know, wanted out and got out and, you know, changed the chop, the chop shop to a detailing place. And I think Denzel Washington would, would take this role really well. Why are you looking weirdly? Robert Duvall was in Bullet? Did uh, we miss this? Uh, what was he in Bullet? I don't know. Weisberg. Maybe we need to go back and rewatch Bullet. We must have talked about this. Go listen to Bullet and let us know if we <laughs> talked about Robert Duvall. He's going through his immense thing. Yeah. So yeah, Denzel Washington. I like Denzel. I like Denzel, and he's done a lot of actiony movies and whatnot. And this is just one he can kind of sit back and not have to take on all mm. all of that. And that's what I wanted. Who's your auto? Um, I picked Jeffrey Rush. Ooh. Because of how he looks, and I just think Jeffrey Rush is an amazing actor. Well, no, Barbosa, because he, he has the wrinkly face, and he looks like an old man. Yes, right? that is true. Um, that's the thing. Like, I wanted a guy who looked like an old man. Um, nothing against Denzel, Denzel. But, but Denzel does be, not look like an old man. But he can pull off the gray hair. Yeah, he he can. He he's a very handsome man. But yeah, but um, he, he's old. That's the thing. Too. No, I know like, he's really he's quite old. Um, but yeah, I also think Jeffrey Rush is just he's phenomenal. Great. Like everything I've seen him in, except for one movie, he's always been really good in. No one was good in that stupid gods movie about Egypt with Gerard Butler in it. No one was good in that movie. <laughs> gods of Egypt or something? Whatever or... the hell it was. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. But like, yeah, just like, not only that, but we recently watched Finding Nemo and him as the, as the pelican is so funny. <laughs> like, yeah, so. I like, I mean, I like him. I, lo- I love him in Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, Barbosa is a great character. Even though the later movies just got way too ridiculous and they should have stopped. Yeah. But his first role as Barbosa is great. Mm. So good. So good. So good. Next. Sway. My favorite role for Angelina Jolie. Shall we talk about Angelina? Yeah, we haven't really talked about her because we've never casted any of her roles. No, we have not. Um, This was probably... This was early Angelina. This was definitely early Angelina. This was before she... Um, But this was probably the movie that kind of like... Oh, hey, she could be an action person. Yeah. Right? Because, like, after this, she did Laura Croft. She did... Which... Well, two of those, not actually. A, not a... Not the worst video game remake movie. We've done those. Mm-hmm. Um, not the best. Not the best. Um, yeah. Sky Captain in the World of Tomorrow. Okay, I know people crap on that movie. Because it's a piece of shit. I enjoy that movie for <laughs> how... How much it just is crazy trying to be a steampunk and throwback to like the old twenties and all that. Like they literally had a ray gun. Mm-hmm. Like it's not working. Shake it. Shake the ray gun. Do you not remember that? No. 
I just I enjoy that movie because it's we all know Chris enjoys bad movies. We'll get to Giovanni Rabisi later. <laughs> He's also in that movie. He was also in that movie. Yeah. Um, um, for me, though, my first Angelina Jolie introduction hmm. was Hackers. Yeah. Like, that movie is so 90s stupid. And I love how 90s stupid that movie is. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I think that's for me. And I really do like um, Bone Collector. Yeah. Speaking of Denzel Washington, I think she was really, really good in that. I never ended up seeing Girl Interrupted, but everyone likes I remember, her. I remember in that one, she was she was good in it. Um, but like just going through her list, I'm like, I've seen a lot of her movies. Yeah. I haven't seen a lot of her like newer movies. Yeah. Oh, except for Kung Fu Panda. Yes. Because we all see. Yeah. But let's... Wanted. I really like that movie. I enjoy that movie. I think yeah. she has a great role in that movie. Yeah. Um, I think they didn't they didn't do it right the movie the movie yeah but yeah but whatever it had a very good um, whoever recast it we'll talk about it it had a very good style yes so um i'm interested to see her in the internals yeah being part of the mcu i saw the trailer recently that came out for the her newest movie those who wish me dead yeah. Looks interesting. Hmm. Looks really kind of neat. So. Neat. Well, it does. It looks like if go go watch the trailer if anybody wants to see it. I don't want to take away from it, but it's it has a it has a really cool for me anyway. It has a neat premise. So. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. But yes, Eternals good. looks. I want to yes. see Eternals. Very badly. So, but sway. Who's my sway? Who is your sway? Um. I went with someone who could have that kind of like, I don't really want to say like, I want her attitude. That's what I want. I want the mm-hmm. attitude that Sway possessed. Like, you know, you went away, you didn't, you know, all that stuff, but still yeah, but carrying I, herself. I like the fact that it's, you went away cause, and I didn't want to go with you because you wanted me to change. And then it's. She's gone straight afterwards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's left. I don't necessarily want it to be... It doesn't have to be a romantic relationship between the two. You don't have to write that in there if no. you don't really want to. They could be, could have been competitive boosters. Well, no, but like, they, there's no reason they couldn't just be really good friends. Well, that too. But totally can have the, the relationship if they... I just... Not all movies need romantic no. leads. But, yeah. Um, I would... Um, Numi Rapace or Rapace... However you say her name. Um, the original Lisbeth Salander and the Girl with the Dragon Tattoo movies. Okay. Um, she was in the second Sherlock Holmes film as like the gypsy lady. Mm-hmm. I just think she's very talented and has that kind of like attitude that you want for a movie like this. Yeah. So. And like I know Angelina wasn't a foreign person, but like I kind of wanted. <laughs> well, no, but like. She's not. She's from no, that part I of the know. world, right? Yeah. But I kind of wanted this character to be more of a, like, have have this kind of, like, outside, but she came here and this is now her home type of deal. Because then it also goes with Raymond Kalitri's, no, you're just an outsider, yeah. right? But, like, this is an outsider who has been accepted. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes sense. Right? Because, like, even at the end when Vinny Jones pipes up and he's British and everyone's like, the hell? I thought you were from Long Beach. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, true. Yeah. All right. So, I I kind of went bigger name. That's fine. 
I want Scarlett Johansson. Okay. Because she kicks ass. <laughs> she does. And we need. And she's to get no her. longer Black Widow, so. Well, until the Black Widow movie comes out, and then we're done, <laughs> yeah. and then she's gone. Um, oh. I know. It's sad. Hey, there's a shot in the Loki trailer that looks like he's sitting down with her. Probably. On, and it looks like Vormir, like, <laughs> so. Well, yeah, because he has to fix all the, t- oops, sorry. He has to fix all the timelines. He, yeah. he screwed up. Um, and they're like, oh, wait, is that, <laughs> are we going to get a conclusion it? to this? Ah, yes. But she's great yeah. Um, actress. And yeah, like she can handle her own. And I think her being, like I said, her being almost the competition to Memphis at the time. And that's where their relationship, like they were both trying to outdo each other, but it's almost that professional mm-hmm. relationship would be a, almost a better play for most of this. To be like, you know, I respect you enough that I'm going to come and help instead of the, we were lovers and you scorned me and now I'm back. Yeah. And let's drive some fast cars and then make out. It's that's That scene always bothered me. Not the making out part, but like, why do we have to see so much of this random woman having sex with this guy? They were getting it on. But like, why do we have to see all that? Like, huh. that's just so like 90s. Like, I'm like, am I watching a Michael Bay film? This feels like a Michael Bay film right now. Well, to Brockheimer. Yeah. They're close enough. <laughs> we learned everything from each other. So. But yeah, Scarlett Johansson. Okay. Now for our Reigns brothers. The Reigns brothers. Kip. Like the Bluebus brothers, but the Reigns? Yes. Okay, who's Kip? <laughs> Played by Giovanna Robisi. Who we remember from Ted. <laughs> and Ted too. I never saw Ted too, but that weird dance he does in Ted. <laughs> I love that. He is a funny man. Yes. He was great in Friends as Phoebe's brother, yeah. half-brother, whatever it was. But yeah, Ted, um, he also did the dance in Million Ways to Die in the West. Right. Uh, <laughs> I love that one too. Uh, oh, as we geez. said, he's also in your stupid... What? Which my stupid? Come on, Sky Captain. Oh, yes. tomorrow. Um, but Saving Private Ryan as the medic, mm-hmm. he was so good as that. I really think they did a good job in that movie of pulling all these basically no-name actors to be these combatants with Tom Hanks, mm-hmm. who was a very well-known actor, um, yeah. right? And I think he did a really good job. Even Vin Diesel did a really good job in that movie. Like, mm-hmm. so it's just a great movie. Yeah. So and he was in I forgot Avatar. he was in Avatar. I was gonna say, yeah, he's in Avatar. He's like the the Science-y. owner of the the mine. Like he's the guy. Unobtainium. Who, yeah, he's the guy who explains unobtainium, which we mine. So now for its obtainium, because yeah. we obtained it. Hmm. I don't know. I'm just here to make money. <laughs> money. That's what drives this movie. How is this movie so James, popular? James Cameron called me in and asked me to be in a movie. So I said, James Cameron, yes. <laughs> I don't care. James Cameron called me to be in a movie for free. I'd be like, yes. Not for free. I would do it for free. It's James Cameron. Give me 1% of the take. <laughs> 0.5% of the take. Yeah. The dude All does right. not make small movies. No. Um, it was a shame, though, because he was originally going to do Alita. Yes. And then he gave it, which it wasn't, again, we've talked a lot about Alita. Because you love it. And I should have talked about uh, Scarlett Johansson from uh, Ghost in the Shell, but she was a good choice. 
bad writing. Another time. Kip. Who's your Kip? Once again, Chris is badly influenced by shows he just watched. Do you want to throw out any guesses? Is it from John Wick 2? Nope. Okay, what's it from? Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Sebastian Stan. Nope. Is it a main character? Come so is it Andy Mackey? No. Okay, so no. Yeah. It's John Walker. Oh, Dwight okay. Russell. Dwight Russell. Okay. Um, yes. Is Kurt Russell your Memphis? <laughs> no. <laughs> so old. <laughs> Although that I would actually be thought a... about Kurt for... Uh, Otto? For Otto, yeah. Yeah. Because Kurt Russell looks old. Oh, yeah. Right? Ego, definitely. But, but I didn't want to put two Fast and Furious people in the movie. So. Oh, he's the awesome agent guy. Agent nobody? Yeah. No, uh, Wyatt Russell. Because of, like, yeah. John Walker, his portrayal of it is really good. Um, that, like, anger and all those things from the episodes. and No him, spoilers. No spoilers. Him just wanting to be a good Captain America, right? And I kind of see this as his... Kip is trying to be what his brother was, but he's trying to be like, I'm here for my gang. I would never leave them behind and all this. And we're a family and can't believe Memphis would just leave it all behind. Mm -hmm. Whereas Memphis is more about... You know, it's actually for you to not be a douche. Well, that's what he says, right? Yeah. That's what uh, Atley tells him. Atley tells him. It's like, nah, I'm going to slap you silly, boy. <laughs> Though yeah. I, I, th I think the reason it shouldn't be just his mom told him to stop. I think it should be like, no, the cops had him dead to rights. And like his mom was like, you need to leave. I think it should be a combination of like the cop, like Roland his mom, and then him seeing, like, his brother going down this path. And yeah. Memphis talks about, it. like, he saw his friends dying and yeah. all this. Like, the list of people he pulls together was a huge list that, like, people were dead. Yeah. Or, or in jail. In jail. Yeah. Or that one was, like... <laughs> one's having sex. One's having... I, I will call you back. Or the other one's, like, he's dead in yeah. Florida. And then the other guy's, like, he went with this guy to Florida, so <laughs> I need him... <laughs> You're like, oh. No, I don't have your money. <laughs> so, but yeah. Wyatt Russell. Okay. Who'd you have? So, I know he was... I went with Aaron Paul. Um, <laughs> I know he was a main in Need for Speed. But again, as I said, that movie wasn't actually that bad. Um, no. But I wanted this to be more of his character from Baking Bad. Who I know I've said I don't really enjoy that show. Mm -hmm. I think that show was a poorly written movie show sorry poorly written show that had some amazing actors in it i think aaron paul was definitely one of those actors and i think mm -hmm. uh walter white walter white jesus christ brian cranston brian cranston was another one and i really like the dynamic those two had mm -hmm. um so that's why i picked brian cranston from my memphis no i'm totally joking <laughs> you weird have a weird gap of age between your uh, kid um, and memphis. but Who no is... i think aaron paul is really really good oh yeah um and again, like, because of the fact that he kind of has that, he, he's done this. Like, he mm -hmm. knows what he's doing. Um, I can see him as this petulant child. And, like, Giovanni definitely played this part as a, you were at some point maybe a drug addict. Right? Mm -hmm. Like, he kind of had the twitchiness to him. He kind of had that, like, his house wasn't disheveled. Right? Oh, yeah. Like, the griminess of his house. Yeah. Like, I, I I love that scene in that shot where he's like making breakfast and like shit's just pouring in and he's like, oh, whatever. Yeah. And then he like gives them it and he's like, how is it? And he's like, oh. <laughs> yeah. It's food. It's food. <laughs> and then he yeah. burns the toast and you're like, 
yep, yeah. this guy does not have his shit together. Yeah, exactly. And I think Aaron Paul knows how to play that. Oh, yeah. Doesn't have his shit together really, really well. So Jesse, I know it's... Typecasting? Not really, because he's only been in one car movie. But that'd be like casting... I almost said Paul Walker. That'd be like casting like Vin Diesel in a car movie. Mm-hmm. Right, like that's typecasting. So... So then, Memphis. Do we want to talk about Nicolas Cage one last time? Nick, this was your greatest movie. Everyone had blonde hair for some reason in this movie. (laughs) Oh yeah, Nicolas Cage and his stupid highlights. Um, Either either blonde hair or slicked back hair. mm -hmm. Like there was a lot of slicked back hair in this film. Donnie, Donnie, Lowrider. Lowrider, Donnie. Lowrider, Donnie. He. This movie wasn't. I think out of all these movies that we watched, I think. Wild at Heart was probably his craziest. Wild at Heart was definitely his craziest. Um, Raising Arizona was probably, I'd say, round the next. I'd say this one and then Guarding Test. Like, Guarding Test for me was, was his, very calm. His very calm yeah. Nicolas Cage. It was just more of the straight man. He yeah. had a couple moments. This one, he had a few of those, like, Nicolas Cage outbursts mm-hmm. um, where he was, like, ta- talking to um, Christopher Eccleston's character and being like, so you take you take the eighty thousand, you yes. subtract it from the two hundred, and there we go, done deal. Yeah. Yeah. Also, and, this job has to be worth way more than two hundred thousand dollars. Oh yeah. <laughs> like those cars alone that he stole, like three or four of them were over a million bucks. Well, like, the the Shelby he said like at that time it was worth eighty thousand. I'm pretty sure it's like one, not one million. It'd yeah. probably be up in like the two hundreds. Well, like the Ferraris and stuff they sold, oh, yeah. like those are almost a million. Like they're they're expensive cars, especially now. Mm-hmm. So, so. But yes, uh, Nicholas Cage, we will miss you. But we will redo. Is it one me of, first? We'll eventually do Face Off, and then we'll <laughs> maybe we'll do a John Woo month. Then we'll do Face Off. <sighs> I want to take his face. Okay, is it me first or you first? It's you first. Um. So I went with a person who I know can do action, and I know they can do driving. So I went with Charlize Theron. Ooh, um, Italian job. Mm-hmm. And obviously, we've talked about it already. Fast and Furious. Mm-hmm. I think Italian job did car chases, a car chase better than this movie. I think that with the minis, with the minis, I think it was a really, really well done car chase. But it was uh, Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, I know. Can't, you you don't like Mark Wahlberg. I don't like Mark Wahlberg, but. He wasn't a car. <laughs> it's true. He was not a car. <laughs> Though he might have been a Transformer. <laughs> oh, geez. Um, but no, I, I think, I think he's, she's, she's amazingly good. She's definitely proven herself to be able to do action. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, I think she's just a phenomenal actress. Um, I don't remember what else. I know I saw her in the Fast and Furious. I'm trying to remember what else I've seen her in recently. Atomic Blonde? Uh, I didn't see that one. Hmm. Well, in, in in Fast and Furious, like, I know she's in that as well, but, like, she's playing a villain. Like, she's not really... Right? Okay, I'll tell you why I'm laughing in a, mo- in a mo- while. Tell old Guard. No, I can't. Okay. It has to do with my choice. Uh, okay. Old Guard was the last one I saw her in. Okay. Which she was really good in. Yeah. It wasn't a bad Netflix movie. No, it was a Netflix movie. Hmm. But yeah, I think she's amazing. Like, yeah, I know, again, Fast and Furious, blah, 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 blah. But like, mm-hmm. again, this is a very different s- character, right? She's, I don't know, what, remember what the name of the character is in Fast and Furious, but like, she's just a bad guy. Yeah, she's the bad guy. Right, so. Okay. Yeah. 
you want to know the reason I'm laughing? Yes. Mainly because you didn't talk about her in Mad Max. I did. We did talked you? about Mad Max earlier, too. But did you talk about her in Mad Max as Furiosa? No, not specifically. Because I chose Tom Hardy. Oh, that's pretty funny. <laughs> that's why I was laughing when you were like, I was like, why do I know? Oh, this is why I know her. <laughs> yeah, Tom Hardy. I, 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 it's been a while. I had to go back through my list to find out when I last casted him. Yeah, but again, we reset, remember? We reset, which yeah. was great. I still haven't used Jack Black, which I thought I was going to use for this month, but I have not. He would have been a good Donnie. Would have, he probably would have been a good Donnie. Um, or even a weird Otto. Just would have been weird. Um, but Tom Hardy can do the action. He's He's got that kind of... I don't know. He's got this weird, like, Nicolas Cage vibe sometimes. Like, look at Venom. Hmm? Like, he does all those like, weird So many mouth and, noises. <laughs> so many, but... <laughs> Like he can play the, the craziness sometimes and he can play the very straight man. Like Mad Max was a great role for him and he barely says more than twelve lines. Yeah. Right? So he and he can do the action and I think he could probably do the driving. I don't need once again, I don't need beefed up Tom Hardy. Let's go more inception Tom Hardy where he's just he's still pretty beefed up he's in that still, movie. Man, but he's just But no, Tom like Hardy he he has definitely um Obviously, this was earlier in his career, but Nemesis, Star Trek Nemesis, where he played much, much skinnier because mm-hmm. he was trying to be a clone of Picard. Um, or Rock and Roller, which was around his time where he was pretty buff, but yeah. he definitely slimmed down for that movie. Yeah. So where he played Handsome Bob. Not not Bronson? Is it Bronson? Bronson, he was he jacked was jacked. crap. Yeah. If you, did you ever see Rock and Roller? Mm. Another Guy Ritchie film. I don't think I have. It was good. Yeah. Hmm. That one has um, Gerard Butler as the main main dude. Yeah. In it. Yeah. So. Hmm. Yeah. Good. But Tom Hardy. So we picked two pe- the two main characters from Mad the Max. best car chase action movie of all time. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Yeah. It was bound okay. to happen. Chris, where can they find us? Oh, I always have to do this. You have to do it now. We're, we're not going to talk about the end of Nicolas Cage month. We just did. We had a whole thing about Nicolas Cage. I know, but I'm so sad. We're an hour and 20 minutes into this oh, thing. Oh, okay. <laughs> you can find us on all podcast servers. Uh, iTunes, Spotify, uh, Google Play, Yeah, I believe. You can check out Danielle on Instagram at Fiano Veers. We've we said it enough times. You should be able to find it by now. Where where, can... where are we on Facebook? You can find us at Recast- Recasted, Recasted Pod. Recasted Pod. Recasted This is what I do what happens when I throw them under the bus. <laughs> Recasted. Uh, Recasted Pod. Um, Twitter. Facebook. Please reach out. Yeah. We say this every time, and all two of you that are listening, tell your friends to listen to us. We know. We enjoy doing this. We want to hear if you guys enjoy listening to us. We know that some of our movies are better than others, and so what is your favorite movie that you would like to see recasted? Not your favorite movie. Yeah. Or listen to our drunken review of Wonder Woman, because we talked about that at one point. We might want to do another one later. We are going to do another one later. Um, We won't say what movie, though. Chris is very excited, and there'll be a lot of singing in it, but... (laughs) Um, <laughs> Where can they find you, Chris? You can find me at Etsy on the Canuck Comic Guy store. Come check it out, as so, always. Yeah, and then this is the end of Nicholas Cage month, which means we are starting uh-huh. a new theme for next month. Nicholas sp- Cage point two, a very specific theme. <laughs> Nicholas Cage, um, where we are doing non-Marvel or DC 
comic book movies, not superhero movies, comic book movies. So, so they're all, they're going to be com- movies based on comic books, not owned by DC or Marvel. So we're looking at Dark Horse, Independent, a yeah. um, bunch of other companies that you know do things. But yeah, yeah. not not the two majors, not so. the two big ones that are competing. Yeah, should be fun. Yeah, should be a good time. Hopefully, well. From all of us here at Recasted. Go watch The Crow.